Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. Uh, so we are just a few days from New Year's, which will, which is a thing. I don't know. I, after Christmas, I'm just like, let's just get on with the misery, you know? Like, I don't, don't make me get excited for New Year's. New, the New Year brings with it Oscar movies and then the new Star Wars and all that good stuff. So we'll, we'll get hyped for that very soon. But before we do, we have some house cleaning to do. Some of that including Star Wars stuff. So, Josh, what was the, as of recording right now, what is the tomato meter for Star Wars The Last Jedi? Uh, 92. And what did it make its opening weekend? 220. Okay, so let's look at our lists here. So, just as a refresher, Josh, you guessed 94% and 230 million. Cody guessed 95% and 200 million. And oh, what is this? I guessed 91% and 227 million, and I was right on both of them. Ow! I beat you, Josh. Take that, commie. Nah. Eh. You talk a pretty mad game when you get things right, but when you get things wrong, you're fairly quiet. <laughs> yeah. Hey, eh, Josh? I was right. I know you don't even like Star Wars, Cody. Cody, can we just make a canon that he doesn't even like Star Wars? Uh, that's been canon for years, ever since 2015's uh, best. Debacle. And, oh, but don't worry. Josh changed it after the record to put Star Wars number one. You can't rewrite history, Josh. You did. No, I that's didn't. That's what dictators do. <clears throat> oh, I guess I did. But I didn't mean it. Besides, you were much, You were way more into the, like... Move, yearly movie conversation than I was. 2015 was my first year, like in it, so I was I was still young and inexperienced. I'm grizzled, old, and cynical. So whatever, things Baby change, boy. I guess. Uh, so I won that. Nana and Boo Boo stick and doo doo. Um, so quick check in. How many times have we seen the movie, Cody? Three times. I've seen it twice, Josh. Four. Okay. So, Cody, where do you stand with Star Wars The Last Jedi right now? Exactly where I stood before. Still like it. There are places that could have been better. That's it. Okay. As of, Without giving anything away, as of right now, do you see it in your top five or top ten of the year? Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Just for the virtue of being Star Wars. Right. I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that I'm going to have it I'm gonna have Star Wars higher than both of you on our on the end of the year. I think list. you will. That's pretty interesting. I haven't made my list yet. I'm I'm going I've, cold, so I've started putting mine together. Oh boy. I'm you'll be surprised where slash if it places. If? Code, did you hear that? I did. That was an if. I heard an if there. Oh wow. So Josh. Well it's he hates Star Wars, so I don't know why I would be surprised. True. That is true. Um, Star Wars fans are always the most critical of, of it. I've always found that. Well, we'll get into that later. But, uh, so I've seen it twice. I saw it opening night, and then I saw it the very next day. So I've got about one more viewing in me, probably later in the, probably actually close to when I'm making my list, um, just in a few weeks or whatever. But, uh, I felt basically the same about it, both, uh, my second watch as I did my first. I think it's... I think it's a great movie. I think it's fantastic. There's a lot of moments I love. 
there's no real moment that I hated. Um, and, you know, Canto, or, or as Josh says, Cantino Bite is <laughs> a scene. I don't know. I don't get worked up about it. I think it's entertaining. I think it's entertaining, and it gives you a nice little breather from the heavy Kylo Ren stuff. And, I don't know. I've, the good part of the movie? You could call it that. Uh <laughs> Um, I don't know, it's just, it's a, I don't know. I think it's fine. Um, nothing, it's nothing that will ruin a movie for me. It's like, that maybe bring it, brings it down like a half a point, like from a nine and a half to a nine, not a nine and a half to a seven, but some people they feel differently. Oh, well, uh, Josh, you've seen it four times. What is, what does the graph of, what's the line graph of your love for the movie look like? Yeah. Overall, I love the movie, but right now it's my fifth favorite Fifth favorite, fifth or sixth favorite Star Wars movie. Um, the you things I love get you don't better. Like Star Wars. I I like seven or how many are we at now? Nine? I don't even know. Uh, I like seven of the nine Star Wars movies. So, wow. You basically just pissed on George Lucas's grave. Shut up. Well, um, it's a preemptive I, piss, things, Cody. The things I ready. love get better, but the things I hate get worse so and the the hate part would be cantino bite as you would say yeah that's it's prequel level bad wow that is rude but you still like it i'm looking at your letterboxd.com slash needles 1994 and you still have it above rogue one which i find interesting yeah but you loved rogue one i it's i love rogue one but it's not like it's not main like, it's not main saga. Material. It's not as good as the original trilogy of Wars Awakens. Remember when after Rogue One came out, people were like, This is the best Star Wars movie. And it was like, oh no it's not. I hate, not. I hate pre release Twitter chatter. It's the worst. People don't mean what they say. Um okay. Um uh, so you so your like for it has decreased after viewing, after you've seen it more. Um, not so much decrease, just like certified. I kind of sorted out my exact like opinion on it. Yeah, but Yoda. <laughs> Spoilers. I don't care. It's been weeks. If you haven't seen it, been whatever. What, two weeks. It's been multiple days, <laughs> more than one day. So no spoiler. No spoiler alert. You're just stumbling upon this um, podcast. Is the first thing you're gonna watch our bright review or? Star Wars review. That's fair. So I mean, that is fair. People have already heard the spoilers. Yeah, I feel I kind of feel bad for China. You know, they well, they, don't, I, get they the, don't have the internet. <laughs> they have the internet. They don't. Or do they? I don't know. I'm not. I've been. They don't with... have the the real the internet like we have. Oh really? <clears throat> Did Ajit Pai no. work there too? They have the internet like we're going like like we're going to have. <clears throat> oh. I hate Ajipai. And he's such a cringe. Did you see the video he made about like what you can do on the internet? Josh, he's it's holding really a, funny. He's spinning a fidget spinner. He's got a Santa hat on, eclipse glasses, Nerf and a Nerf gun. And he's like, you can run memes into the ground. It's like, shut up, Ajit. Little does he know he is a meme. He oh he nobody's been memed harder than harder and faster than Ajit Pai. And I mean they're not Ben even Swallow. Shh. <laughs> Say Ben Swallow. Ben Swallow. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Uh, oh, God. 
Come on, Josh. That's funny. Oh, it is. That's but... so funny. I, he does look. He has a, his head is surprisingly small for how broad his chest is. You know, <laughs> it, it it does look a little weird to me. Like I sometimes I can't tell if something's a like a meme in Photoshop for comedic effect or if it's actually <laughs> you can't like, tell. It's, true. it's actually from the movie. I kind of want to see it again just to kind of get my head straight. Um, but uh, that's got to be the best last Jedi meme, right? It is. Okay, good. Uh, where are we? Where do we land on Porgs? A couple weeks after the fact. Oh, I like them. Love them. They're the best. They They're are cute little the guys. Best. I found out that um, uh, they were actually some. There were some random birds. I can't remember what they're called. That were on the little island and. They're so, puffins. Yes, thank you, puffins. And like Ryan Johnson was like, you know, we don't want to have them in the movie, but it would take too much work to like edit them out and CG them out. So let's just turn them into these little things. So it wasn't. It was not a toy, a toy cash grab, as some may want you to believe. <laughs> I mean, it probably is, but they're just using it as one. There's a that's a reason. But uh, porgs, man. How do you? What about? Uh, how is the porg uh, Chewy and the porg barbecue scene sitting with you? Is that oh, dark? I think it's is funny. that yeah, Josh? Josh, what about it? You, it? Do you think it's funny, or do you still think? Oh yeah, it's funny. Okay, I'm just making sure because that. It might be the funniest that, Star Wars scene. Did that Did that like rub somebody the wrong way or? Oh, you know, fan petitions. Everybody's mad. Everybody's a bunch. Oh god. Everybody's a bunch of angry boys, and that's our next topic of discussion. People don't like this movie apparently, and it's for if you don't mind me saying the absolute wrong reasons. Uh, what do we make of this? What do we make of this whole ordeal, Cody? It's just people being mad because they want to be mad. Okay. They're trying to be heard for some reason. Like they feel like they're—I don't know—they're just being dumb. Okay. Like you can not like the movie all you want, but the second you start making petitions and shit, it's just you're being a baby. I I agree. Josh, what do you think? Is the Same. the resident just... person who doesn't actually like Star Wars? What do you think? <laughs> the same. It's like I'm. I don't want to talk about any of that crap and just like over it. Just like. People think whatever you want. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's something worth noting just of how pathetic it is, really. Like, like I, I, under, I understand the, the thought behind, you know, this didn't... I've spent, you know, some people maybe have spent upwards of 35 years, maybe even 40, waiting for the... Waiting to see the next chapter in Luke Skywalker's story. And they've consumed so much so many comic books and novelizations and all that stuff about where um where his future might possibly go and just i'm surprised that people didn't give that up and kind of like say well this isn't that and i don't care how much i love this direction they took him this is a new story i didn't expect that but i'd still i still think there this is like a less than one percent of of the people going to see Star Wars population has come out with such a hot take of this isn't my Star Wars or whatever. And I don't know. It's, it's too bad, but like I, I, like I told you guys, I kind of expected something to come out, um, after the, the Snoke slash Ray's parents storyline was kind of smothered out. I was like, I was sort of keeping, keeping my eye out for something that might take its place as a big point of conversation. 
Well, here we are. Yeah. So it turned out to be this. I was like, oh, well, that's whatever. They're just a bunch of little, as Cody would say, they're just a bunch of sad boys. And <laughs> that's what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Backlash. Who gives a shit? The movie's going to make $1.6 billion. Episode nine's on the way. And Ryan Johnson's going to start a new trilogy, which is going to be awesome. So let's get on with it. Uh, next topic, movie homework, guys. Oh fuck me! <clears throat> I forgot to find a movie for you, Josh. So did I? Oh, if, crap, me too. Josh, what did you watch, and who assigned it to you? I don't remember what I watched. So who? Someone tell me what I watched. Oh my god, that's your job, Mason. Is it? What did you? Do, a, what did you give me? Well, what did you watch? I don't remember. It was like two months ago. All right, let me look oh, at your. Fuck you! It wasn't that long ago. It was. I watched mine in October. I'll go first since we have to vamp a little bit uh on cody's recommendation i saw or assignment i guess i saw red dawn oh loved it i thought it was really good um one thing i will say though is that i i'm not a fan of the beginning of the movie until Uh, when it just no i I mean it it just jumps too quickly into the like, the Ruskies are just immediately there. Oh, you it's wanted like, more build-up? I mean, not... I wanted any build-up, really. Like, it's... Isn't it within, like, the first couple of minutes, you know? It's... Yeah. It's like, they're in class, and then the Soviets drop. Yeah, like, um, you don't need to give yeah, me, like... You have to remember, though, the context of the movie coming out. came out in, like, 1985, the height of the Cold War. No, 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 I understand that. But, like, that, I'm sure that's much more effective for people. <laughs> I mean, that's a... That, isn't that a crazy movie to make at that time, though? Of like, yeah. that's they weren't really worried about uh, Jesus. hurting the Russians' feelings or anything. So right, uh, I mean Russia, that they're the that's fun because they really don't have much of an impact on our like way of living. Like they don't supply us any significant goods or anything like that. They're just these dicks from just the middle of nowhere. You know, <laughs> we can just push them around as much as we want. Nobody cares. Well, maybe they do because you know, 2016. Um, but I think it was a really good movie. Uh, Patrick Swayze kicked so much ass. He is, like, my favorite person, maybe. Amazing. Um, rest of the cast was good. I just, for me, watching it with 2017 eyes, I needed a little bit more, um, just a little bit more build-up because, you know. Well, let's write it in your fan fiction. That's true. I'm trying to think. Brown Dawn or Blue Evening, Blue Fall, I don't know, something. We'll we'll figure it out, Cody, with our shared Green Google Doc. Afternoon. Green afternoon, perfect. Uh, it's also very violent. I noticed. It's like shit, man. Oh yeah, that's heavy stuff. <laughs> Movies rated like PG too. Right, right. Uh, whew. spooky, 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 spooky. All right, Josh, you. I just looked up. I'm, I watched uh, Dewey, whatever it's called, Dewey Cox Cox. story, hardball Hard. card. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> to me, it was just like. To me, it was like a lesser version of Popstar. I mean, Popstar is a lesser version of Dewey Cox. I think you misspoke. Did it? No. No. Like what? It's the funniest movie like ever. What are you talking about? It's okay. I mean, it's it's funny, but I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and watch it again and again. Like, it made me laugh. The characters are good. The that opening scene with him cutting his brother in half was hysterical. The best. The best. <laughs> Here, let me. I'm gonna read your letterbox review because I hate this. Made me angry. Um, my my f- 
hand still is not healed from repeatedly punching the wall. So you said it's comedic shtick gets kind of tired and runs mostly out of steam after a while. But Walk Hard's The Dewey Cox Story is a funny satire of the rock star lifestyle with fun characters and all-star cast, a terrific and hilariously performed from John C. Riley, and enough heart to make up for its shortcomings. Popstar did a lot better, but overall, this is still a fun time. Exclamation point. What yeah, Popstar. Popstar never stopped never stopping? Andy Samberg? I never watched it. It's great. It's, it's really good. I'm gonna it's great. Fuck, I'm going to fuck you like the military. Fuck Bin Laden. Or Mona Lisa. <laughs> Mona Lisa, you're an overrated piece of shit. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Um, so, first of all, it's not a satire of the rock star lifestyle. It's a spoof of of Walk the Line from, like, I think it was only two years before it came out with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. But it's still the same kind of thing. I mean, no. It's a specific spoof of that particular movie. Second of all, yeah. Heart? Enough heart? What are you talking about? What heart are you talking about? There, it, there's no. It's oh, a heart. Yeah, there is. Where? Isn't the characters. What characters? Like I think you mix up heart and like emotional like storytelling. So what is heart? Isn't that what it means? What is heart then? No, it's just like there's just like it's nice. It's like you care about what's happening. No, it's like the whole movie is a joke. There's no there's no scene in that movie that's heartfelt or genuine. It's the entire thing. Is a joke. Like, Are even you the kidding movie, me? You didn't so? even get a tear when um, Tim Robbins said, you don't want any part of this. Yeah. <laughs> it's but heartfelt the same way that, like, Talladega Nights is heartfelt. Like, it's not, like... But even then, it's not, because, you know, the, the big emotional is... scene of the movie? The two emotional scenes in the movie that I think of are when Dewey, like, retires to spend time with his kids, and he's got... And play catch with them, and he has, like, a million kids... And he's like, he's not sure if some of them are his, and he doesn't recognize them. He's got like nine hundred <laughs> kids. That scene, or the scene when he goes, to, he goes to talk to his dad, and they get into a machete fight, and he cuts his dad in half, or his dad cuts himself <laughs> in half, or the other quote unquote heart character whatever scene is when he gets his he gets his sense of smell back, and then he immediately sticks his nose in a pile of shit. Like it's it's not a heartfelt movie. I don't understand where you're where you're getting that from. Because it's so ridiculous, and it's a parody. It can be ridiculous and still have a heart in it. Like, I know, if you're I just making a movie when and I think it's just, of heart, like, I think cold of like, and... I know. I'm, not, I'm saying, when I think of heart, I think of, like, Schmidt and Janko getting back together or whatever in Jump Street, not Dewey Cox getting his sense of smell back, you know? It just seems weird. I don't know. Look, I like the movie. Yeah. But you don't like it enough, is what I'm saying, because it's a comedic masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite joke then? I mean, the only one that really like sticks with me is him cutting his brother in half because I couldn't stop thinking about that the whole movie. Oh the drug, the drug scenes are the best scenes in that movie. And finally, <laughs> the best, the, the payoff is great because finally at the end of the movie, he's like, "You actually do want some of this, Dewey?" And he finally learns to like not give in to the temptation. He's like, "No, I don't want to." He's like, Wait, "No, what seriously." Was it, at the end? it was Viagra. <laughs> oh, you really, really want some of this? No, man. <laughs> I'm good. And let me just say, the songs in Dewey in Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story are all amazing. Let's duet is just, is funny because it's just full of like innuendos. Um, the last song, the end of the movie, right before he dies, "Beautiful Ride" is actually pretty moving, and I listen to it a lot. Uh, guilty, <laughs> guilty as charged, the one about like with the trumpets, like that's like Spanish or whatever. 
<laughs> but <laughs> the funniest one might one might be Royal Jelly. It was his Bob Dylan one. <laughs> he's he's just like uh, here. I'm gonna look up some lyrics because they're just the funniest thing ever. Uh, yeah. So he uh, he goes through like a Bob Dylan phase, and here here's some of the lyrics. Mailbo- mailboxes drip like lampposts in the twisted birth canal of the Coliseum. Rim job fairy teapots mask the temper transfers. Temper tantrum. Oh, say you can see them. Stuffed cabbage is the darling of the laundromat. And the sorority mascot sat with a lumberjack. passing, Pressing, passing, stinging, half-synthetic fabrication of his time. The mouse with the overbite explained how the rabbits were ensnared. And the skinny, scanty sylph trashed the apothecary diplomat inside the three-eyed monkey with an inches of... <laughs> Within inches of his toaster oven life In my mind I'm half blind My inner ref is mostly deaf I'm smell impaired if you cared My sense of taste is wasted on the Phosphorescent orange peels of San Francisco Axe encrusted frenzy So let me touch you Let me touch you Let me touch you Where the royal jelly gets made <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> One more uh, Because this is too, too funny uh, Colorado is singers bringing weeds and social clingers, hangers on and fancy flingers to the dress ball, mushrooms and bowling pins, stovepipe hats and other things I can't recall. From juvenile hall, we're so unlucky and stuff. Woodrow Wilson never had it so tough. Dairy Queen and Vaseline and Maybelline, Paul Bunyan and James Dean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the fun. I, if you, if you went to like a, a small liberal arts college to like open mic night and read that as a poem, you would get like people would be pissing themselves with just euphoria i gotta say that's royal jelly's the best but <laughs> sorry uh what what was your favorite song from it josh i don't really remember any of the songs to be honest oh my god they're the best part they're so good i mean to be fair i saw this movie two months ago or so? a month and a half ago or whatever they're so good they're le- and le- they're legitimately good songs and i john c Riley's a really solid singer he's talented you think? Well, was it really him? Oh yeah. I need you to be sure about that. It's got his diction. Yeah, it sounds exact. I mean, if it's not him, it's it's amazing how they got somebody to sound so similar. So, all right, Josh, you did not like it as much as I thought you would. So I'm gonna give you a C minus for this movie <laughs> homework for today's movie homework. Sorry, Cody. I watched a movie called Trading Places. It's a great movie. It's about economics. And is boring. <laughs> it has a couple of good jokes in it. Well, you're just wrong. It's so. just really racist a couple of times. I know. It's great. There's a scene where Dan Aykroyd does uh, blackface. <laughs> and it made me so uncomfortable. Uh, but it's the 80s. It's fine. Uh, uh, it was okay. <sighs> it was just, I don't know. Eddie Murphy doesn't do it for me. You're, you know what? You're just... You're I don't think he's funny. You get an F. You can yell all you want, but it doesn't make you funny. I don't know. I'm not so sure. Will Ferrell kind of made a career out of that. But he's he's funny when he yells, so I guess it works. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, who? let's get some assignments taken care of. So, I assign Josh. So I'm going to assign Cody this time. Yeah. Okay. So, Cody Redfield, you you are you are going to watch one of my 
favorite films of the last few years. Uh, you are going to watch About Time with Dom Hall Gleason and Rachel McAdams. His name is pronounced Donald. I thought it was Donal. Dom Hall Gleason. <laughs> yes. Sure. Uh, um, about Time, it's called? Yes. Is it, this sounds like a romantic comedy. It is. And it might be the best romantic comedy I've ever seen. You fuck. Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty. You're going to you're going to love it. I know it. Well, I love Donald. You're much Gleason. more reliable with my movie homeworks because Josh too often does not like the things that he has to watch, which are all great. Uh, so Josh, you are. You're choosing for Mason. Yes, you're choosing for me. So Josh, who you you are assigning me something, correct? Yes. Okay. Which, and that is? I can't know because the letterbox decided to not work for me right now. Well. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> um, Josh, I'm going to assign you a movie. It's going to be keeping in theme with uh, Mason's movie. Nice. You're going to watch a movie called Frank starring Michael Fassbender and Donald Gleason. Okay. I thought Josh saw that. Nope. Not according to his letterbox, he hasn't. I thought about watching it at some point and never did. Frank. Okay, cool. Josh, are you ready? Trying to pick a movie. Oh, God. All right. I have three. I think I have three options that I'm going to pick from. Okay. Okay. All right, Josh. Lay it on me. What do I got? All right. Let me just make sure you haven't seen these. Uh, Odds are I have not, if they are movies that you like. I don't God, watch wow. bad movies. <laughs> God, critical hit. <laughs> critical hit. I want to pick the one I think you'd actually like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me the choice? Why don't you give a? All right, all right. I'm going to give you three choices, and you're okay. going to pick one. All right. Your choices for movies are the original 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Rosemary's Baby. I'm sorry, you misspoke there. Rosemary's Baby. Driver. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's funny. I don't care what you say. That's funny. Um, so Rosemary's Baby, Texas Chainsaw. Uh, what's the third one? THX 1138. Okay, well, I don't want to see any of these movies, so that's fun. What is wrong with you? Let's see. Which you don't want to watch the proto Star Wars? Which one's the shortest one? Oh, is that what that is? All right, I'll watch THX whatever. THX is like an hour and ten minutes. Okay, sure. Okay, so that does it for movie homework. So this next next month assignments or next two months assignments are about time, THX eleven thirty eight, and Frank. Woohoo! Woohoo! I'm gonna watch my. Really, I really like Frank. That's what Michael Fassbender's in that big head, right? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, is wait. So hold on, who in the movie is Mister Police? <laughs> It's um. <laughs> By the way, Donald Gleason's character. Good, good. <laughs> Movie film meme of the year has to be Mr. Police. First time they see it, or first time they see each other, for, um, Michael Fassbender hands a note to him. Says hello, Mr. Police. <laughs> My favorite tweet was like some the guy. It's like guy on a first date, and he whispers to his girlfriend. He's like, "That's Mr. Police." When Michael Fassbender comes on screen, I think that's the funniest thing. Now the best one is um. It has the <laughs> hello, Mr. Police. Hello, Mr. Baby. 
Hello, Mr. Ragtime Doll. <laughs> they drew arms and things on him doing that dance from Spaceballs. That's funny. That is funny. Ah, Spaceballs. We, may need, we might need to do an episode on Spaceballs at some point. That's a great movie. I think we should. Or, oh, like a, no, we, I guess we've already kind of talked spoof movies. Well, you could Have do we? a spoof movies episode, like a spoof movies roundtable. I think that might be fun. Get some airplane, get some naked gun in there, get some space balls, get some scary movie one, two, nope, and three. No, 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 back up. Scare, just scary movie one. Okay, got it. No, no, no scary, nothing. Scary, movie. scary movie three is like a really good movie. Scary movie one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever the fuck they're at now, it's awful. Just God, no. But keep this in mind. In scary movie three, Leslie Nielsen, who plays the president, pees out of his finger. Yeah, which, what was the one with the guy with the hands? That was scary movie two. We got, yeah. Okay, that was that was the one scene that was actually funny. <laughs> Where he stuck his hand up the turkey. <laughs> That's good stuff. Let I don't know. My good hand. I, Josh, I respect your opinions and and all, but the fact that you don't love the scary movies kind of makes me think that you. Those movies are like tailor made for you. I don't understand. You're a bit of a pinko, is all I'm saying. Like the first two are great. Uh, the, the first two have their moments, but they're like the downfall of spoof movies. But three is the movie funniest is like one. my favorite one. Th- th- here's the problem. They don't have any, oh my god, there's Han Solo promo footage about promo stuff dropping right now. Um, anyway. Um, so they don't have Han Solo promo footage. That's good. Yeah, a lot well, the first, the first image of all the characters just dropped. I think it's a poster. We're in the middle of something, Josh. Come on. No, this is, uh, this is important. This is Star Wars. Yeah, this is actually... Uh, yeah, the first. Oh, oh my god, he looks so good as Lando. What? Yeah, oh yeah, I just picture. saw it. Oh wow, yeah. that's that's cool. I'm so into this. I'm so into this. Um, okay, what was I talking about? Star Wars happened. <laughs> Scary movie. The be- the only franchise that uh, matters. The first. The first. Here's my problem. The first two, they're 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 not the worst movies ever, but they have their moments. But like, they led to what I call the downfall of spoof movies because. All those other kind of spoof movies that are just like Scary Movie, they don't. They basically don't even write a script. They take whatever's popular that year and write gags around it. But you can't hold the fr- funny. You can't hold the early movies responsible for what the later ones do. That's not their fault. Their fault. But they they're still, basically they're still funny. do that with Scary Movie. So they just funny? Take, they just take Scream, take the like the the. I kind think of a I think you're thing. overestimating the importance of the the blank movie franchises or all that. Nobody really cares. Nobody goes and see them. They come out in January because they're trash and nobody cares. It's not like they're make. It's not like they're Transformers and they're the biggest movies of the year. They're just these random things. Ninety nine percent of people don't give a shit about. They're funny. The early ones are funny at least. Oh, that's just my two cents. But. That Star Wars poster is pretty sweet. Cody, did you see it? Can you like send it to me? Uh, it is on our Reflex Twitter page. Ooh. <clears throat> Josh, what do you think, Josh? What about it? What about what? The Han Solo thing. You like it? It looks. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm already seeing people saying it's terrible. Oh, good. So excited. Well, good things. Oh, good. I don't like him as Han. I think he's a little. Why? He's a little handsome boy. He's too handsome to be Han. Please tell me you're joking. I'm not. Harrison Ford is handsome. Yeah, he's grizzled. He's more grizzled than that guy. Because this guy's ten years young. This is him ten years younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, never change, TR. Never change. All right, let's move on. See if that anything comes of that. We got to be getting a Han Solo something fairly soon. Either a teaser, poster, or yeah, or... I heard. I heard that a trailer is supposed to be dropping in a week, in like two weeks. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So let's move on to one of the biggest endeavors, if not the biggest, we've ever undertaken. Fellas, it is time for the inaugural 2018 movie draft. So oh, how fuck. this works is we've <clears throat> got we're all going to pick four movies. And then we have a little uh, um, pick, uh, picking order. So there's going to be four rounds, three picks each. We have a choice of any movie that comes out in the first four weeks in the month. So you have your movies. And you can, before the movie comes out and before there's any information on it, you are allowed to either trade the movie with somebody else, that obviously a trade they have to agree to, or outright substitute it for something that hasn't been picked. And when it, when it does come out, then you're, you're stuck with it and you get points based on its Rotten Tomatoes score and its opening week box office. So if Black Panther scores an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes uh, and... Uh, 120 million dollar opening weekend you get 200 points so do we need any more explanation on the rules and by the way whoever wins whoever has the most points at the end of april wins okay yeah cool. all right it's gonna be fun so cody any questions no you have the number one overall pick so the choice is yours any movie i want um, I want Black Panther. Okay, so Black Panther is off the board. Interesting for you to choose a uh, a political drama set in the 1960s. <laughs> I Didn't wish. Oh, my that. God. No. Uh, okay, so I have the second overall pick. All right, let's see. I'm looking at the list here. I'm torn. I'm torn between two movies. Uh You know what? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do something that I'm sure Josh is going to like, and I'm going to not pick something that he I'm sure he's going to go for, and I'm going to go with a wrinkle in time. Ooh. It's Disney, it's Ava DuVernay, it's full of hashtag girl strong, power powerful movie. women. Yeah. Oprah, can I like come on guys, Oprah, are you kidding me? Oprah. So, my pick is A Wrinkle in Time. Josh, you have the third and fourth pick, so go for it. Okay. So, my third pick. Let me see which one of these did I want. Okay. I'm going to go with Ready Player One. That was one. That's the one I was dis- yeah. I was choosing between, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not... I'm a little nervous about Ready Player One. I'm not... I don't think Why? it's going to be... I'm visually, way more excited for this than the post. Visually, it looks a little bit muddy to me. I don't know. I think it looks great. Just the there's well, it's had about four bad trailers so far, so yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be a fun one. I'm I'm excited for that one. But uh, cool, Josh. You also have the number four in the second round, first pick. Josh, go. All right, my number four is or whatever. My other pick is gonna be. Ugh. <sighs> uh... Is this going to make money or not? That is the question. Um, I'm going to go with Pacific Rim. Okay. Yeah. So just as a 
as a refresher, the last one critically did very well. Audiences liked it, but it was an Edge of Tomorrow kind of movie where it didn't really make a ton of money. <laughs> yeah. It, it made enough to get a sequel. That's about it. Yeah. Um, and I think also it was made because John Boyega. Like, the the first one had... It had either just Elbow, but it didn't have, like, a... It had Charlie Hunnam as the lead, let's just say. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's... That's a, that's a gamble that I would definitely... Um, I would definitely go for. Uh, let's see. So, critically, Pacific Rim got 71% Rotten Tomatoes, and the opening weekend was what like 30 something i think maybe 20 yeah. something 37.2 million dollars so yeah that could if if everything holds that's 100 points for you so that's an interesting pick uh all right let's see i'm gonna go with oh let's see ah <sighs> Now we're getting into the interesting stuff. So I could go a couple of different ways. <sighs> Man. I'm going to go with Isle of Dogs. Oh, Wes Anderson gonna, movie. I, I'm excited. I'm really excited for that, but that's not going to do well at all. Money-wise? I don't think. I mean, maybe, do you think kids will go see it? I th- I don't know. I think... I, I think... Grand Budapest Wes Anderson did, isn't like... Grand Budapest made... Was made for twenty five million and grossed one hundred seventy four million dollars, oh. and this is okay. animated and it has dogs and uh, I think I'm I'm I think it's going to be great, so I'm I'm going to go with that one. And Budapest was at ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and he's Wes Anderson is typically uh, he doesn't make movies that people don't like. I guess, let's just say so. I don't know. I'm 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 optimistic on that one. I think it's going to do well, and I think that's his. I think that's going to be his, for lack of a better term, I think that's going to be his Star Wars, where, like, Isle of Dogs is going to be just this huge movie that everybody loves. But I could be wrong. So, Isle of Dogs for me. Cody, it is now your time to pick. I want Annihilation. <clears throat> I was choosing between... I was That was going to be my second choice if I didn't go with Isle of Dogs. That's a good choice. Any reasoning behind that? Because I like Dex Machina. That's good. Critically, you think it'll be strong? I think it'll do well critically. If anything's going to hit hurt me, it's going to be the money that it makes. Yeah. Could be I think it could be an arrival kind of thing where maybe audiences surprise us and try to be like smart and stuff. Okay. Uh I next like sci-fi. Yeah. Next pick goes to me. Uh let's see. Uh so now we're getting into the tough the the tough stuff. Sorry, Josh, but I'm going to go with the New Mutants. Oh, God damn it. Sorry. Okay. I had to. It was either between that or something else, and I'm hoping that you guys are good enough people not to choose something else. So you have the next pick. Round three, pick two. Josh. All right. My next pick is going to be A Quiet Place. Oh, that wasn't even on the list. Yep. I don't know what that movie is. It's uh, John, Krasinski's, John Krasinski's first movie he directed. Oh, that's a spooky film? Yeah, it's a horror movie. And they tend to do well when there's not really much competition. Right. And it looks really good. I think it'll get good word of mouth. So okay. I think it might be I think it might be PG thirteen. Okay. That wasn't so, even on the, the original list of films, so you're going you're going 
deviating a little bit. All right, Cody, you have your next two picks, both of you, which are your last picks. So choose them okay, well. Can you tell me what Red Sparrow is? Red Sparrow is a spy oh, really movie good. with Jennifer Lawrence, Jason Clark, directed by Francis Lawrence, who made one of the, I think, the last three Hunger Games. It's like a, it's like a spy thriller, basically, which I think I'm really excited for, actually. Okay, how about the commuters at Liam Neeson movie, right? Yeah. What's God Particle? That's the, the next, next Cloverfield movie. Yeah. Fuck. Um. Well, give me Tomb Raider because that's gonna make bank. Okay. And your last, this is your last pick. This is your last yeah, one. It's whatever. Shh. Oh, boy, do I want Rampage or one of these artsy good movies? <laughs> Rampage looks so bad. I know. It's not great. I wanted I wanted it to be good, but it looks so bad. Did somebody already tell me where Red Sparrow was? Yeah, it's a spy movie. I forgot. It's a spy movie. <laughs> Gen- spy- Jennifer Lawrence, director of the Hunger Games movies. How about Twelve Strong? That's a really that's a war movie with Chris, Chris Hemsworth, right? Michael Shannon. That looks good. No, is Michael Ge- Shannon the villain? No, he's a soldier. But guess what, Cody? Do you think all war movies look bad? Because uh, because guess what, Cody? Chris Hemsworth has a six-year-old blonde daughter that he has to come home to. Oh, no. And they like they like it's supposedly the first mission after nine eleven, and they like give the guys a piece of the twin towers, and it just looks so cheesy oh, and so rah rah rah. Yeah, exactly. America. Yeah. Um, give me um, <sighs> give me God particle. Fuck you guys. Okay, I think Josh wanted that one. No, I don't. I, I don't know enough about it yet to figure out where it's going to land. So Okay, interesting. So, Josh, your last pick. Go for it. My last pick. <sighs> well, no, it's opening weekend. That's going to suck. So, um, Bruni pretty much left with either Rampage or Red Sparrow. Okay. So who do, you, who do you who do you have more faith in, The Rock? Red J-Lock? Sparrow is going to be way better, but Rampage will probably make more money opening weekend. Okay. Because that's the way the world is. Um, that we live in. Yeah. Um, we live in a beautiful world. Hey, I'm Cody? gonna go. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Red Sparrow and hope that there's still faith left in humanity. Yeah, good one. Okay. So just as a reminder, one last reminder, before the movie comes out, you're allowed either a trade or a substitution. So if you change your mind, this is not the end, but again, you only get one. Not one of each, just okay. one total. So alright. Since there's no more picks to go, I'm just gonna talk through these. Twelve strong Looks awful, so no. One of the ones I had here was Game Night with Jason Bateman, which would, it looks like a, you know, 50%. It looks like a movie million. you would watch just so you can see Jason yeah. Bateman be funny. Exactly. Maze Runner, the, it's like the last one, but... <laughs> yeah, good know. one. The last one came year, out years ago because Dylan, whatever his name, almost died. LOL. Rampage, I just don't want to acknowledge that exists. That looks terrible. 1517 to Paris is Clint Eastwood, and he sucks. The commuter. No, he's he's awesome. 
Clint, Clint, did you know Clint Eastwood? He's making this movie, The Fifteen Seventeen to Paris, which is apparently based on something that happened, and he cast the actual people who did the thing in the movie. Oh no! Cool. I hope it wasn't like a uh, a traumatic event or anything. Oh, it was. It was Cody. Actually, I don't know much about this, so I'm gonna look it up real quick. But like, that's a bad idea. Can we just agree? That is a. Oh my god! It'd be like um, casting actual <laughs> World War II veterans to make. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. The plot is three Americans face a terrorist attack aboard a train bound for Paris. And it stars Spencer Stone and then Alex Scarlatos and then somebody who doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. And they're playing themselves, who were the heroes. Oh, God. Wow, what an ego stroke for those guys. Seriously. I mean, hey, they're heroes and all that, but oh, this is a bad idea. (laughs) This is a very bad idea. So that's going to knock out the 1570 to Paris. All right, well, I'm, I got the last pick, so I'm going to go for broke here. I know you guys are going to hate me, but my last pick is going to go to Fifty Shades Freed. <laughs> I thought about picking that. But it's going to make, make a lot of money. It's going to make a lot of money. I mean, the last one didn't make anywhere near as much as the first one. It made I less, still, I still bet it made a lot. It made $380 million on like a 30 or $40 million budget, which was down like... Almost 150 million from Fifty Shades of Grey, so it's diminishing returns, but it'll still be a lot. I think I don't. I don't feel good about it. So the picks. I'm not are, proud. Not proud, guys. But I'm play. I play to win. Uh, the picks are as follows: Cody, you have Black Panther, Annihilation, Tomb Raider, and God Particle. That's pretty good. I have A Wrinkle in Time, Isle of Dogs, The New Mutants, and Fifty Shades Freed. Yikes. Josh has Ready Player One, Pacific Rim, Uprising, A Quiet Place, and Red Sparrow. So, this will be fun. I can't wait to continue. All right, let's move on to the main event, sort of. Uh, Bright, you guys. Cody, why don't you give initial thoughts? It's pretty cool. It wasn't great. It wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but it was definitely unique. Just in fantasy and in general, I, I enjoyed it. I wish they didn't make it a cop drama mm-hmm. because I think they could have made it more interesting if it wasn't. But it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Right. Okay. It's a low bar. Uh, Josh, you want to go or shall I? Yeah, I'll go. Sure. Uh, this movie's being like beaten to shit for whatever reason. People say it's like one of the worst of the year. It's fine. Yeah. I don't. I I saw it. I'm like. Uh, my my main thing is like it kind of has potential kind of wasted it it's like it sets up this mythology doesn't really do anything with it and it's kind of just left as being like a generic cop thriller right and it's it's cool i watched it i'll probably end up watching bright too uh i agree with you guys i think the like i saw a a fair amount of half to half to just one star uh, reviews on letter. Excuse me on letterboxed. Um, I get I get where they're coming from, but I don't know. I th- I think it's kind of I think it's a it's at least interesting. I could understand how some people say like there's nothing interesting in this, but I'm somebody who really likes it when directors have like a very specific vision, like. Kind of like Batman and Robin, like that was, 
that was so that was so from the mind of Joel Schumacher. So it was kind of cool to see how somebody like David Ayer or Max Landis interprets this kind of what if scenario. And so I enjoyed that part of it, but the dialogue, the characters, and just the overall story were pretty awful. Um, and I don't know. I it's. I just don't know who this movie's for, really. And I don't. I think that's not. I don't think that's a good thing because even even Book of Henry, as horrible as it is, it's a manipulative emotion grab for suburban moms. Like I get that, but Bright, it's like if you like cop movies, well, this is kind of a kind of a bad one. Like it's a cop movie with wizards and shit. And if you like, which is a cool idea though. You gotta you like, admit that. The good idea. The execution just might not have been there. I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, honestly, that's what kept me watching the movie. Is like I was interested. Like they kind of they talked a lot about you know like some conflict or like a civil war or something like that, where like where the world like you, thousands of years ago, where the world from went from being you know people and the normal stuff over here and like wizards and fairies and shit over here. And they talked a little bit about kind of how those two came together and it became one place that i was kind of waiting for more and i was interested in that the explanation kind of never really came in a satisfactory satisfying way but i was never <coughs> so offended to the point where i wanted to like i just was like i don't really care about this because i hate this so much because like i knew in the first minute that this was a bad movie so it's like not really a big deal um <laughs> uh but it's it's no, it's not the worst of the year for me. Book of Henry, like I said, that and Greatest Showman and Valerian disgust me way more than this does. But you know, if you're gonna be bad, you might as well be bad with some flair. And this was that, I guess. Um. So let's get into, let's get into the cast a little bit. Will Smith was doing Will Smith things. <laughs> Like, this is kind of the movie he's been trying to make for the last, like, 10 years. Like, getting back into his Will Smith mode of, like, cracking jokes and being sarcastic and stuff. Like, it feels like it feels like a mix of Bad Boys, which I haven't seen, so I'm kind of going off what I know of it. So I'm not sure if it's actually that way? Well, from what I gathered from what people, how people talk about it, I imagine it's a, it's a similar to a mix of Bad Boys and, like, Independence Day. Is that not, is that not close, Josh? I I guess I don't. I, I've never seen Bad Boys. Either. I mean, I, I like Bad Boys. It's yeah. Michael Bay is like one of his few good movies, but like it's it's fine. He's he's good in it. I mean, I like Will Smith's one of my favorite actors. When he's like in a great movie, he's amazing. But in these kinds of movies, I'm kind of just like this and like I mean, other than like Independence Day, which I probably just have a bias for, but like it's just like it's Will Smith being Will Smith, and I love watching Will Smith be Will Smith. So. Yeah, like even um, in Suicide Squad, like bad movie, but it's Will Smith being Will Smith, right. and I like it. Okay. Well, uh, Cody, what did you think of the Smithster? He was fine. Yeah, he was all right. I mean, he wasn't the star of the show. Oh, you don't think so? Uh, he kind of. No, I think Joel Edgerton was better. Oh, star, not focus, but as okay, in like so. okay. Well, no, he was the main character for sure. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk about Joel Edgerton a bit. Um, this is another idea of like who is this movie for? When 
Max Landis is so obviously doing a like racial thing with like oh the orcs in this world the orcs are like black people I was like okay <laughs> I, I guess I don't right. get it what are you trying to say that racism is is bad that we shouldn't like a like you shouldn't judge a book by its cover we shouldn't be this we should like every every lesson that this movie is trying to teach has been taught a million times before and granted it's a lesson that does need teaching and like you need you do need to kind of get into it every now and again just for the next generation of people to see it i guess but this is the way that we're going to go like there's no there's no other way to interpret that character than this is this is stereotyping not stereotyping but this is like paying tribute or whatever to how black people were treated in society like whether it be sports or the police or whatever in like the 60s or 50s did you guys did that jump out at you at all as something that you liked or I mean, disliked? I kind of I picked up on it but I don't really I like don't I don't I mean this is anything. better I don't know if this says more about me than the movie but I was like I don't really care it's like say, say whatever you want like no, it's not, to me, it's I not mean, just they're saying whatever they want it's they're saying something with no like there's no subtlety there's no there's nothing clever I mean about I thought it was say anything I thought it was subtle in the sense that like it wasn't like I didn't think it was like like shoving it down my throat really i mean i don't know because really? I, I think the main reason is just because like i wasn't really sure what exactly the message was supposed to be so i never really like latched on to any specific thing okay uh cody what about you how did the the what's his face character impact you you're talking about Jacoby? Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> no, he was fine. I know. Um, like you're saying, the message didn't bother me. No, I mean the message was there. It was pretty obvious. You're right, but it wasn't something that got under my skin or came off as too. As too what? Preachy. Oh, preachy. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <sighs> Max Landis needs to stop. No, I like Max Landis. I love him. This, like, I, I, I'm not. You guys, know, you guys know me, and I know you, and we're not like language, like, per, like very heavy, crass language has never bothered me. It's, it's I think it's 99 percent of the time hysterical. This is the one percent where it just comes off as juvenile. Like this is to me, this is like, this is uh, Reservoir Dogs, where we're just saying fuck as many times as we can because it's a cop movie and people say fuck. And I don't know. I don't know what the difference is between this and something like Wolf of Wall Street or The Departed, but this came off as just obnoxious, whereas that came off as kind of genuine and funny. And this was just like if you took if you took the word "fuck" out of fifty percent of the sentences, they would be completely unaffected. You know. That's uh, fair. Josh, how'd you feel about? I mean, how'd you feel about the language and all that, and how they talked, the dialogue, and all everything? I mean. It didn't bother me. I didn't really notice anything out of the ordinary in terms of like a cop movie. Yeah, but you know what I'm like, saying, right? How just it's every I mean, other word. I get word. what you're saying, but like this, that's just never bothered me in general. Like you can say "fuck" as many times as you want. I don't care. It's like I can't. Maybe one movie in my entire life I could think of has ever it's ever bothered me or felt what excessive. Movie? I don't know. 
I'm, I know it's pro- there's been one. I just don't know what it is. Hmm. But like it, it just it never bothers me. Well, let us know when, if you think of it. Just blurt it out. Um, yeah, just in the middle of our conversation. So I want to give you guys a piece of encouragement, or anybody out there who's willing, who's looking to get a career in the creative arts, is that this script sold for three and a half million dollars. Okay. So that's oh boy. That's a, too much. Uh, and uh, for this, yes. Who wrote it? Max Landis. The guy who the um, guy who started the Ray is a Mary Sue conversation on Twitter. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I'm trying to think because I've heard his name before. What else did he make? He wrote, he wrote Chronicle. Chronicle's a good movie. Yep. Yeah. And Cody, I just want to... I want to watch that again. He also wrote American Ultra, which I loved. It's pretty so. good. It was okay. It wasn't great. Um, what were you saying, Mason? Uh, nothing. Just that. Um, uh, he described this movie as the pe- had the, having the possibility to be his Star Wars. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> so, I don't know. The guy, he's kind of a love him or hate him kind of dude. He certainly is himself. Yep. On yep. Uh, I mad respect for anybody who's ballsy enough to be I, themselves, no holds barred, I, but. Jesus. I'd say listen listen to some of the stuff he says in interviews. He's a I think he's a really interesting guy. Like he's he, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I he's not. He's, I just think he's a shitty writer. That's all. I don't. I think I think he's talented. It's just sometimes he's I think he's maybe a little full of himself. Okay. His dad is someone famous, right? Yeah, John Landis. American he's, Werewolf in London. Yeah, he's also a guy a writer, I'm not sure director or what. I'm not sure if without his dad he would be a Hollywood screenwriter. That's all. He wouldn't. He would not. I mean, he right. maybe he would, but like he wouldn't be as famous as he is. Like I'm fine with nepotism as long as the per, as the as the child or whatever relative like lives up to the hype and is good in their own right. Nepotism, just for the sake of it, is kind of insane to me. Like you don't. Like, I don't know. It's be tell, good. Tell that to Hux Mason. <laughs> to who? To Hux. Like General Hux. <laughs> yep. Who's oh. Well, he, well, Kylo Ren's not really related to anybody in the First Order. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying Hux is. Okay. His dad was a big deal in the First Order. That's why he has a job. Oh, General Hux was? Yeah. I didn't know that. Who's his dad? Deep Star Wars lore for you, everybody. Well, th- fill me in. Now I gotta know. I don't know who he was. Just some general, some big deal. He was a Mr. Big Deal. <laughs> Mr. Big Stuff. Like, he was good at his job in the First Order. Well, Hux isn't bad at his job, I don't think. Well, we would never know because he just uses a punching bag. That's true. Rip Hux. I love Hux. He's the best. Um, the, the world is nice. I guess it's interesting. I don't. I, I feel but, like the, uh, it's like they don't do anything with it. Yeah, no. It's just Los Angeles. Yeah. And like, but and there's some oh, it works. Like, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> what was the line Will Smith had? Fairy lives don't matter today. Yeah, that, that was, was that was funny. That was not. That was so stupid. That was funny. Like what? <laughs> just that's not even subtle. Like that's what I'm looking for. I know, you're gonna but do it was like funny. a social <laughs> allegory or whatever, or holding a mirror to society. Do it like South Park and make it funny. Don't do it like this and make it annoying and kind of obnoxious. Just, you know, there's no, there's nothing interesting about that. It's just like, oh, get it because Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Bright. Uh, how did we like the action sequences? They're fine. They're cool. Yeah. I love the, the one. The one towards the end with um, what's her name? Numi Numi Rapace. 
Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. There was one scene with her that was pretty fun. That was cool. But it's the only notable one to me. Well, that was Numi Rapace. Yep. She was like the villain. Gosh, the makeup thing. You got to say that at least. You know, not recognize it. I thought some of the makeup looked kind of cheap. Boom. Wow. Uh, uh. <laughs> I don't think so. I thought it looked good. Yeah. I did too. But to reach his own, I guess. I know, what, I but when you're getting into how like, good the makeup is, it's always a bad sign. I, I think, think it's just yeah. like the concept of like seeing orcs, but like dressed up as gangsters. It's cool. No. Eh, it was kind of weird. No, it's stupid. Pretty cool. I thought it was interesting. It, but it, it, it's interesting, but where where does the mind go after, oh, this is like gang violence in L.A., or, oh, these are like this minority group or that minority group? Like, where does... Just saying, oh, that's them is not enough for me, at least. Like, you have to say, oh, that's them, and then then what are you going to say? Or are you just going to do parallels the whole time? Because parallels on their own, unless they're clever, which this is not, is not really interesting. It's how It's how you interpret them and how you put them in this fictional world. And this fictional world is... Like, if you changed people, if you just took away the makeup, it would not be a very different movie. Yeah, it'd be the same thing. movie. Instead of like a, instead of a magic wand, you have one of those like insane guns that can rip through armored vehicles. Then it's this. The movie doesn't really change. Like the story stays the same, and you know it's just. I don't know. Um, and speaking to the action, David, I don't know what David Ayer's deal is with having action sequences at night without much lighting but he need i need him to stop yeah this was a dark movie literally not figuratively yeah yeah like, like i get that you want to do something different like oh well everybody does their fighting scenes in the day what if i did mine at night you know unless unless the darkness plays into it and a lot, I guess, then it's like, just set it during the daytime, because you're just crouching behind cars most of the time, and you're not really doing anything. Um, I don't know. Uh, I didn't like that. What are some other likes that you guys had? Cody? Oh, I don't know. Is there anything else? What did we say? Um, I, I have nothing else. It was just, it was an interesting movie. Okay. Josh, what about you? No. Yeah, likes or dislikes? It. Yeah. It's fine. I don't um, want to. I don't want to see another one of these. I'm kind of done. It's like, oh, this is nice, but I think if they like actually like if they actually put some effort into exploring the world and developing like a better story and characters, you could have something cool. But yeah, but David Ayer is directing, so it's gonna look like he's. A, I think he's a good director. So. Where, okay, I know I you don't watch. believe in this, but. I am a firm believer in the what have you done for me lately. And his last two movies are trash, unfortunately. Have you seen End of Watch? No. Go watch End of Watch. Also, is it, do you all find it frustrating that he's he dips so recently into his his own filmography for this movie? Like, where's the ambition in not doing End of Watch and, like, not just redoing what you already did, you know? Like oh well, I just I made this cop movie with these guys a couple years ago. What if I made a cop movie, but with orcs and people? Like do something different. I don't know. You made a war movie that was fun, I guess. You, you know talking about Saving Private Ryan with tanks? Didn't he make that movie? Yeah. Like what? That's pretty good. Do you do you care, Josh, that he made 
kind of end of watch two, sort of. Mm, I mean, he didn't. But this the is watch, but with orcs. They're both cop movies, right? But like, end of watch is like, I like yeah, I wouldn't consider this a sequel to end of watch. No, no I'm or saying, another end of watch. I'm saying they're they live in the same. They're in the same genre. They're in the same kind of like. I mean, Tarantino does that all the time. Well, no, he doesn't. He made two westerns back to back. No, he didn't. What west? What westerns? Hateful Eight. Django and Hateful Eight. Django, first of all, is a southern, and they, those oh movies could not be more different. What are you talking about? Those are westerns. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Hateful Eight Just is because mur- they take place in the 1860s. Hateful I mean. Eight's a murder mystery, and <laughs> and Django is like a southern western kind of. Spielberg made like multiple like dramas back to back. No, but that's ones? he didn't make four slavery dramas back to back. He made one and then he moved on to a different topic. He did know. political dramas back to back. Yeah, he did Bridge of Spies and he did The Post. That's not back. Before that, no. he did some did other he movie. Have a movie in between there. Yeah, but he's got like right in between. Yeah, and in between these BFG two, we had Suicide and... Squad. Hold on, I got. I need to refresh myself on the spiels. But still. Even then, Bridge of Spies, a Cold War thriller, and Lincoln, a biopic of Abraham Lincoln, they're still, they're still very. I just I don't see why it matters if he does a similar movie. I don't, it's just it. You're not expanding your horizons. Like he's kind of he's doing something he already did. And I granted, I haven't seen Ed Watch, but I wouldn't. I don't like it when directors do that unless it's for a story. Like if they're continuing a story or something like that. So I don't know. It's just one. I just didn't know if that bothered you. As much as it did me. So, nah. Uh Any final thoughts on Bright? That's fine. It's a movie. It's. it's a, I think it's a bad movie, but I, you know, I've been offended by worse. So, whatever. It's it exists. Uh, Cody, want to give it a grade? I'm gonna give it a seven. Really? Okay. Uh, I'll go three and a half. Kind of crap. Josh. I go six. Six. Nice. Um, Wrong side of history, Mason. You fuck. Well, at least I, I bring down the total. I bring down the average to negative. So that's you absolute monster. <laughs> you brought our average down for Star Wars, Cody. Cody, make it, change your rating so we can raise it. No. You want <laughs> nine out of ten? <laughs> you really want to give Bride a nine out of ten, Cody? No, I really don't. <laughs> okay. Let's do that. Oh well. Uh, cool. Well, Gotham City Sirens is next, so you know we have that to look forward to, right, Josh? Yeah. The movie, I guess. The movie that's apparently going to be made. That's not going to happen. Rumor has it. I don't know. They announced. They kind of announced it, didn't they? Yeah. They did. They announced a bunch of stuff. David Ayer. That's what a guy. Uh, let's watch, read, listen to. I'm gonna go first because I have been on a freaking tear these last couple weeks in movies, so. Buckle up, people. Nashville, really, really good. Love the songs. Great ending. Greatest Showman, trash. Songs are horrible. Story sucks. It's just, it's a piece of shit. The main love interests, uh, Zac Efron and Zendaya, literally don't ha- don't have a line. They don't speak before they fall in love. Like they they speak. <laughs> no, they go to a thing. They go to a thing. They hold hands. He lets go of her hand because her parents, his parents, see them, and then he gets burned alive. And then they sing, to, they do a dance number, and then they're in love. It's Does horrible. He become a freak. 
No. He he oh. gets he runs into a fire, gets charred to shit, but then he's still handsome. So life okay, sucks, good. I guess. Phew! I know. Bridesmaids, really funny. Uh, Melissa McCarthy's the best. Fast Five, eh? Okay. <laughs> Jumanji. Okay, sure. The Kevin original Har- Jumanji or the uh, new oh one? the new one, the new one. Kevin Hart has a really funny. He's the best. Oh, no, no, Ke- no. Jack Black has a really funny scene when they uh when they go to the bathroom. Yeah, that's all I'll say. It's funny. Uh, downsizing. <sighs> what? It goes from a guy shrinking himself and having his ex-wife leave him to, like, the planet's gonna die, global warming stuff, and it's horrible. Ugh. Christoph Waltz, why? Uh, Love Actually, very good. I like Beale Nye. It's a Wonderful Life. Takes way too long to get to what it's actually about. Um, Nobody needs that much backstory. That's all I'm saying. It's a classic. It's it's a classic, but it's not very good. Uh, Oh, wow. Sorry. God. It's not very good. I'm sorry. Well, I have an opinions. I have opinions. Well, stop it. Harry Potter and the Source and the Philosopher's Stone. Awesome. Oh, God. You're going to go through every Harry Potter movie. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Too long, but still awesome. Harry Potter and the Prison of Azkaban. Suck a fart. Goblet of Fire. Perfect. Order of the Phoenix. Best Words of Battle. Confirmed. Half Blood Prince. Amazing. That's it. Cody. That was my last two I watched a movie. Okay. Um... I watched Patterson starring Adam Driver. Oh, nice. It's a really good movie. Yeah. It should have been a bad movie, but it was it was good. Yeah. Because nothing fucking happens in that movie. Slice of Life. And you know how I feel about Slice of Life. Apparently I really like I guess this movie might just be dirty. Yeah. Where did it's you come great. down on uh, Everybody Wants Something, by the way? Did you see that? I haven't seen it. Oh, my God. That's the best slice it's of fine. the movie. Sh- stop it, Josh. Sh- Isn't there, like, rape in it? No. You sure? No, Tumblr warriors just think it's gross because it's a movie about college guys in the 70s being college guys in the 70s. Trying to get laid. Yeah, and they <clears> do, <throat> but they don't force it on anybody. They just, whatever. I not what I heard. I hate everybody. Uh, Cool. Anything else, Code? Please never call me Cody again. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Cody? No, I've got nothing else. Nothing else is going on. All right, All right thanks, Code. Josh. Uh, um, what did I watch? I rewatched it. So that was great. You rewatched what? It. I'm sorry, what? It. Stephen King's it. it. Stephen King's, Stephen King's it. it. There we go. Give him his money. The original is called Stephen King's It. This one is just called It. Sad. Did you do you still like it? No, oh, I love it. Good. I actually loved it a lot more on second viewing. So was it as spoopy in the second viewing? Yes, it was. It was a spoopy. Good, good. Gotta wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. Yeah, how did you watch it in theaters or did you watch it on digital. like digital? Oh, is that no, it's digital. Uh cool. So that's that'll do it. Um, not sure what we're doing next, but we'll do something next. I'm sure we will. When are we doing our top tens? Uh, the years over. Phantom Thread and Call Me by Your Name are. I know that I'm going to be able to see them. Hold on. So they're coming to the greatest place in the world, Cinemapolis, on January 19th. So, but I want I I've definitely got to see both. I get definitely have to see Phantom Thread before I make my list because obviously. 
Call Me By Your Name, I don't know, it's the game movie of the year, so I don't know if it's going <laughs> to come into my top ten. I thought, you, I thought you saw that already. No, I did not. Oh. What was the one you saw that you didn't? Oh, Florida Project. I don't like the Florida Project. I don't like children. You're the only person who's seen it who doesn't like it, though. That's the thing. Why, though? Like, what's there to... I don't know. How do you, how do you give that movie... Like, oh, I'm going to watch this uh, plenty more times in my life. And this is great. And I have blah, blah, blah. It's not. You don't have to You don't have to want to watch it many, many more times I've to think it's the, a good movie. I know, but five stars for that is too much. It's about I've seen American History X once, and that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, never. Uh-huh. I know, but that, that isn't this. It's just it's kids running around and screaming at a hotel for two hours. I don't know. <laughs> it's like a shift at work. Yeah. It's... There's a really good scene, Willem Dafoe and like a child predator, but other than that, it's you know, that slice of life that's boring as hell. I'll say that. How do you like William Dafoe in that movie? Willem? <laughs> no, William Dafoe. It's Willem, Cody. <laughs> William. Stop it. Uh, he's good. He's the best part of it. Easy. But Willem Dafoe is. Is is William Dafoe? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> he's the best part in any movie, isn't he? He's no, he's no uh, Norman Osborn, but yeah, he does, he does good work. Godspeed, uh, man. <laughs> Remember when he made Aunt May finish the prayer? <laughs> finish it. <laughs> How great is that movie? God, I love it. <laughs> so, the more I'm sorry, but the more I've seen like the cinematic universes and stuff, the more I've grown to love Spider-Man One. I think that's that's so good. That's such a fun movie. God. Uh, so. Yeah, so I don't know what we're doing next. I, I've heard rumblings that Molly's game goes wide on January 5th, but who knows. Uh, but until next time, you can follow us underscore Real Flakes on Twitter. Uh, leave an iTunes review. I forgot to read that one. Whatever. They're, they can live with it. Next okay. time. No, it'll never happen. If it hasn't yet, it's not going to happen. Oh. But uh, until next time, Josh. Wait, wait, wait. What? Everybody subscribe to Josh's YouTube channel. And troll it, troll it hardcore. We don't have to do that. I'm just, just <laughs> like, one of the guys you love. Link some, him, link some confu- computer viruses, please. Do that for me. <laughs> but, Cody, Josh, until next time, take it easy and have a happy new year. 2018, let's go! Right? So let me touch you. Let me touch you. Let me touch you, let me touch you with a roll.